This is the Life Truth Network. miraculous healings, people being raised from the dead at the city of Nine. Luke continues to walk with his friend Tiberius through the lands where Jesus' ministry took place. So, Jesus spent his ministry in this area. He went from town to town, preaching and healing. In fact, it was right around the time he healed the widow's son when John the Baptizer sent some of his followers to ask Jesus about his identity. John the Baptist? Was he ministering somewhere else? Is that why he sent messengers? No, he wasn't preaching anywhere. He was put in prison by Herod, and some of his followers were now checking on the things that Jesus was doing. Wait, when did this happen? When was John the Baptist put in prison? Huh? It was about the time that Jesus began his ministry, but I thought you wanted to write the account of Jesus, not John. I do, but wasn't John a pretty important player in Jesus' ministry? He was, but I'm not sure of all the details around how he got arrested, but it was around this time that some of his disciples came to Jesus. The disciples of John reported all these things to him. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the John Baptist, the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, saying are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases, plagues, and evil spirits, and on many who were blind he bestowed sight, and he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. If I can ask a question, uh, why didn't Jesus tell John that he is the Messiah? Why was he so mysterious in telling his messengers to tell what they saw and heard. In scripture, Isaiah the prophet wrote, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, 
and the opening of the prison to those who were bound. I remember that. I wrote it to my friend Theophilus. It's part of Jesus' first public sermon. When Messiah was to come, he would never announce who he was. His actions would speak for themselves. The works he would do were the works that only God could do. The miracles themselves can proclaim that Jesus is the one sent from the Father. Hmm. You mean in the way he preached the good news to the poor in spirit and healed the sick in ways nobody has ever done? Right, including giving sight to the blind and raising the dead, healings that no doctor has ever been able to do. Jesus' actions spoke more clearly than his words. His righteous nature was proclaimed openly for all those who were willing to listen and understand. Then what was John in relation to Jesus? I, I know they were related through their mothers, Elizabeth and Mary. I, I know that John preached on repentance, then baptized Jesus. Let me tell you what happened that day once John's messengers departed. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes. Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, none is greater than John. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. When all the people heard this, and the tax collectors too, they declared God just, having been baptized in the baptism of John. Praise God our just God. Just. Our God, God is, is just. just. Praise our God. Is just. Our God. But the Pharisees and lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. Whether John knew he was the prophet of the Lord or not, he let his words and actions speak for themselves, just like Jesus did. Those who had come to John and repented, including even the tax collectors, all recognized God's involvement in their ministries. The religious leaders never have understood Jesus, have they? Jesus had something to say about the leaders and those who continue to reject him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children, sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. 
such childish behavior, expecting God to reward them on their own terms? Oh, you caught that, did you? Well, Jesus had more to say. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, He has a demon. He has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Look at him, a glutton and a drunkard. Look at him, a, a glutton and a drunkard, and a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. <sighs> people believe what they want to believe. You would think educated people like scribes and Pharisees and recognize John and Jesus for who they were. Well, there were a few of the religious leaders who believed Jesus, or at least they were willing to investigate him closer. For example, Simon was a Pharisee who asked Jesus to come to his party. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went in to the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster <laughs> flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus, answering, said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed five hundred denarii, and the other fifty. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then, turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears, and wiped them with her hand. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. 
Then those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So Jesus was open to, and even willing, to associate with the religious crowd. But it's surprising to me that these religious leaders would have bothered to invite poor people to their feast. Well, whatever their preconceived notion of what righteousness means, or who they feel is living a pure life, the religious leaders still followed age-old traditions of showing compassion to those who couldn't repay the favor. Uh, The poor were commonly invited to feasts to beg for leftovers. Is that real compassion, though? It seems awfully close to having a smug attitude, if you ask me. (laughs) Okay. Well, there is often a fine line there. I can tell you that this smug Pharisee had his thoughts read by Jesus. He certainly turned the focus of the matter around from him to her. The way it sounds to me, the Pharisee was exposed. Jesus proved that sin had blinded him to his pride. His love was small, and he was unappreciative. Oh, he was all about forgiveness being shown on him. But he didn't see that he needed to extend that same forgiveness onto others. He must have shown a cold kind of hospitality towards his guests. But that woman, such an emotional response. Her appreciation and expression were as great as her many sins. I couldn't have said it better, my brother, but we're just getting started. Just wait until you hear about the many places the master traveled to around these parts, not to mention the many he healed. Presented by the Protectorate Players, Luke is Nathan Caldwell. Tiberius is Keith Helpsley. Jesus is J.D. Sutter. John's Disciple, Steve Wong, Simon, Jerry Cockett. Crowd and other voices, also Jerry Cockett. Music provided by permission of Forgotten Sounds in the Middle East. The presentation of Protectors of the Book at HPN. This is the Life Truth Network. Scripture content has been recorded using the ESV Bible.